Welcome to Titanic, a podcast about the infamous White Star Line ship, the Titanic, and its tragic sinking in 1912. I'm your host, Loretta Ann Miller. I am a Los Angeles-based actress, singer, and major Titanic fan. Each week on Titanic, I will be sipping some tea, spilling the tea, and taking a deep dive all the way to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean with friends, other Titanic fans, and historians. This week, I give you a short introduction episode on my background and what makes the Titanic my first love. strangers, and fanatics. I am Loretta Ann Miller, and I am a huge Titanic fan. Thus, I have created this podcast to give me an opportunity to talk to like minds. Um, It wasn't until very recently I realized that a lot more people besides myself have this very strange, um, let's call it fascination instead of addiction and obsession um, with the Titanic. Um, It is not, and I have to be so clear about this, not 1997 James Cameron Titanic. While that's a fun movie to watch, guilty pleasure, that is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the 1912 actual disaster where so many people died (laughs) and there is a stunningly dark um history behind all of it um and i uh i don't know how to relate to everybody else um who likes the titanic um because i don't know their story. They don't know my story, why I like it. So this is kind of why I created the podcast is, um, I want to invite those people that I'm recently finding out, um, have the same likes that I do and fascination and know the same amount of things. Um, so I can have those conversations with them. We can explore different theories. We can explore different passengers, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really excited for this series. Um, and just want to thank everybody for all of the support um, after I announced it. Um, my friends know me. And uh, recently, um, a Groundlings comedian um, and uh, you know TikTok Instagram personality, um, Caitlin Riley, um, posted a video about a girl at the club who won't let you walk away because she keeps talking about Titanic um, facts and dropping knowledge on you. Um, I received 21 versions of that video from people um, being like, oh my God, is this you? What? How did she make this about you? This is crazy. And while my reaction was like, haha, funny, I also was like, kind of creeped out to be totally honest because I was like oh hell like that is me that's legitimately how 
everything started with me and how my friends know me as liking the Titanic. Um, and I'm going to get into that with our episode two, where I will be interviewing my best friend, Kirsten, and her husband, Danny, who were there at the birthplace of my catchphrase of, did you know that the Titanic, um, et cetera, et cetera, um, was actually... I was drunk at a bar. <laughs> That's how that happened. Um, so that Caitlin Riley video was scary accurate, to be totally honest. Um, and I think it just like freaked me out. And I was like, oh my God, what? Crazy. Um, anyways, yeah. So uh, this, this first episode, I'm kind of just going to give you a backstory of where my fascination started. And then um, next episode, we're going to talk about where my um, uh, Instagram series of Did You Know Titanic Facts, which I do um, 24 hours of Titanic Facts um, on Instagram, on my Instagram stories on the April 14th slash 15th anniversary um, of the Titanic sinking. Um, we're going to have lots of cool people on the podcast, um, other Titanic buffs that people know of on Instagram. Very excited to talk with them. Um, um, I have a family friend who actually is from Belfast who has some stories. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a good time. So thanks for coming along with the ride guys. Um, and let's talk about where this got started. So I, my my so my obsession with the titanic started when i was 6 7 years old um i'm going to be 30 this year thus making me born in 1991 um og 90s baby uh i don't know why i said that it's 91 so it's like that 90s god shut up loretta Ooh. um okay anyways i swear to god i'm sober you guys like i'm not even like that's <laughs> I don't even know why I would not be sober. It's like 4.30 on a Friday. Um, okay. So I, um, 1997, when Titanic came out, James Cameron film, I wanted to see it so bad um, because my sisters were going to see it. I have uh, two older sisters and they were fascinated with it. And the oldest one was going to go see it with her boyfriend in the theaters. And I think I just kind of wanted to be like a part of it. Um, and so I asked my mom if I could go, I'm six years old at this point. Um, and she was like, no, <laughs> like you can't see that. That's a PG 13 movie. It's not going to happen. I'm really sorry. And I was like, yeah, but I just, I just want to see the Titanic. And she was like, like the actual ship. And I was like, yeah, I want to see, I want to see it. It sounds so cool. Um, Andrea says it's really cool. It's my sister. And she's, said like uh, like an amazing parent by the way like my mom like what a friggin boss like she spins this thing to be like wow well that movie is actually based on the real event of the titanic sinking in 1912 and i was like what like it really happened and she was like yeah 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 um so being an amazing mom she is, she took me to the public library and checked out all of these books on the Titanic and taught me about the Titanic at six years old. Um, now, I know that may seem like, oh, okay, it's like, like wow, a six-year-old is learning about like 
every thousands of people dying cool like why would you teach your kid that first of all it's history second of all there's worse things out there for kids now third of all i want want um i lost my best friend um that same year um due to a tragic accident uh while she was waiting for the school bus and um so I had already experienced what death was and I understood what it meant. And in a very weird way, I think that's why I got so attached to the Titanic is because I understood that on a weird level. Um, I was like a pretty dark kid. Um, I'm still a pretty dark kid, 30 year old, um, going to be 30 year old, <sighs> a few months. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think I just understood it on that level anyway. So once I figured out that, oh my God, this is a real thing. Like there is a ship in the bottom of an ocean, in the dark, in the cold, where these people were like, like I get goosebumps, like talking about it now. Like there's something that just clicked in my brain that was like I must know everything about this and I respect the hell out of it and I respect everybody who is lost I want to know all the stories I want to know where the people ended up like I wanted to know everything any piece of fiction I read about it um like I I just loved it um there was a, a book that I actually like wrote in my kids school book that was like it was like, what's your fa- first grade? Like, what's your favorite book? And I was like, on board the Titanic. But I spelled board, B-O-R-E-D, like a dumbass. <laughs> but like also like a six-year-old. So like, that's fine. <laughs> but still like, I was like, what? Like, I just looked at it recently and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Like confirmed. Like that actually really did stem back. And like in the same thing, my favorite uh, game to play on the playground besides Pokemon, mind you was the Titanic. And I don't know who played with me. I don't know. It's probably like my, I don't know who played with me. It was on the Blam, Blam, Bram Elementary Playground, um, the original elementary playground. So if any of my grade school friends are listening to this, the wooden playground with like the pointed boat apparently I would just go play Titanic on there and I hopefully played with people unless I played by myself like a freak which is entirely possible um yeah so uh uh, where am I going oh yeah okay so I got very into it into reading all of these different books um about real characters real real people and fictional characters that were um on board the Titanic um, to add to that, my mom fueled the fire by, uh, bringing me to the 1998 exhibit, um, after the movie had came out, everybody was like all Titanic frenzy. And I was like, right on that same ship, <laughs> pun intended, um, as a child though, being like, yeah, but like also, you know what really happened? Um, which a lot of people I think were probably freaked out that I knew that, um, so in 1998, the, um, uh, the depot in St. Paul, Minnesota, where I am from, um, well, I'm from Minnesota. I'm not from St. Paul. 
anyways, um, the depot in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is about 45 minutes from my hometown, um, was doing the Titanic exhibit. Um, and they had artifacts and they threw like this big gala that was like kind of a controversy apparently, which I'm like recently learning about. There was like a controversy, um, because it conflicted with another like arts gala and everyone was like, the Titanic exhibit is a not-for-profit organization. Um, and then other people were like, no, it's not because they're charging ticket prices and they're auctioning off like heirlooms and blah, blah, blah. So it was like, I guess it was like a big thing in like the Star Tribune or Pioneer Press or whatever. Um, but I could care less. I was a child. I didn't care at all. Um, so we went to the exhibit. My mom took me to the exhibit and you know, like as a kid where you like have those memories that just like you can close your eyes and you're instantly back there. That is my memory with that place. I remember how it smelled. I remember how that depot smelled. I remember the order of things that we I saw. I remember getting my card of who I was on the passenger and going up to the wall and like searching the wall of these thousands of names and seeing if I lived or died. Um, I wish I could remember who I had. Um, you couldn't keep the cards at the end. You had to turn them in. And I think they just like recycled them, um, back into the exhibit. Um, I really, really wish I would have known. I, I know that I lived and I didn't know, but I can't remember the name and it drives me nuts. Um, I really wish I could find out. I'll just have to do it again in Vegas when I go for my 30th birthday, hopefully, um, anyways, I remember the, the looking at that wall and being like, whoa, and something about it, like, even after I read all the books and stuff, something in my brain was like, this is real, this is real, this is real, this is real, this really happened, these were real people, this happened, and it just, like, made my heart hurt and my brain want to learn more. Um... So we continued through the exhibit. There's like the iceberg that you can put your hand on and experience like what hypothermia would be like, etc. There's um, dresses. I remember looking at the um, tea sets. That was like one of the things that was most fascinating to me, which is why I'm doing Titanic, which I didn't even mention. I am drinking Earl Grey tea right now. Um, I didn't mention that, but that's like part of the gimmick of this thing. Honey Poozle. So, um, the, yeah, the tea sets, uh, with, with, it, they were white and had blue flowers. They were like chipped in two places. There was no handle from the cup. Like I, I have photographic memory. So, and I, I still wonder, I don't know, you know, the science of why photographic memory exists. Um, but I feel like it's because of this exhibit because there's not a lot in my life I can like fully remember visually except this exhibit, like it stemming before this exhibit, that exhibit, I can like, I can just, I can, the sounds, everything. Like I just, I know exactly what it was like. And it's so weird. Um, so we were like, yeah, going through and stuff and you see, uh, uh, a replica of what the smokestack, what the size would have been. And you learn about how, <laughs> did you know that there are only, um, three, 
working smokestacks of the four that were on the Titanic. Um, the fourth was for aesthetic and was never used, which is why um, you guys can't see it here. But a lot of you who know me, I have a Titanic tattoo on my forearm and I only have three smokestacks on there. And a lot of people are like, but they Titanic had four. Like, I don't know that. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay, let me get the Titanic on my arm forever and like get this wrong. No, I did it because you can't see my tattoo. But if you search me on Instagram or whatever, you can. Um, it is floating beneath the iceberg in one piece. So first of all, that's not even what the Titanic looks like anymore. So I wanted to have it be a an accurate homage to something that I know um, is about the real Titanic. It's, it was like a weird nerd thing. Um, so sue me. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, so you go through and the, the final part was the big piece, it's called, um, which I, whew, that thing was crazy. I almost passed out when I looked at it, first of all. Um, I was with my mom and we just saw it and, um, I have like a weird, like little in tune with things and I just felt the sadness. Um, I felt the sadness and I felt the coldness and I just felt it. Um, and I was so sad. I just started to cry as a kid. And then I almost, I was like hyperventilating because I just was so sad seeing it, um, that I almost fainted. <laughs> I almost passed out. Um, and so I'm at that, which point my mom was like, okay, tour's done. Wonderful. Beautiful. Let's go get you a, a captain bear at the, a gift shop or, you know, I got the pen with the floating Titanic in it all in one piece and peaceful and like it made it through its journey. God, that was sad. Why did I say it like that? That was depressing as shit. Sorry. Anyways, I mean, this whole thing is sad, but um, not my podcast, the event. I'm having trouble here. Okay. But the big piece, um, yeah, was, was, crazy to see, uh, which by the way, the big piece, um, um, it weighs, uh, it's a piece weighing approximately 15 tons measuring 26 by 12 feet. Um, and it is a section of the starboard side hull, um, that was recovered successfully, obviously during the Titanic's, um, expedition in 1998, which everything came up and it was, uh, it's incredible. Um, I think it's like cabin. It's like sea deck. Um, oh, I don't have this written down and I'm trying to remember in my brain. Um, I think that the portholes that you can see on it, because it does have portholes. You guys can Google this too. It has portholes that you can see. It's like two full portholes and two like half ones where it's cut. But I believe it's from like sea deck, I think. And it was like cabins. C seventy nine and eighty one, um, or something. But this is a really cool fact. So, um, a nearby cabin in C thirty eight. Did you know? Housed New York theatrical producer Henry B. Harris and his wife Irene. Um, which is super super um special to me because I do have a I have uh have an acting background and I recently just moved to LA from New York and when I was in New York I was lucky enough to do a show at the Broadhurst Theater um just kidding 
I didn't do a show at the Brothers Theater. I did a show at the Belasco Theater. Oh, my God. The ghost of Mr. Belasco is going to haunt me for saying that wrong. Um, And next door is the Hudson Theater, which was open and ran by Irene, who survived, and Henry B. Harris did not, um, the sinking of the Titanic, which is beautiful. Like, just like, I mean, it's not beautiful. He didn't survive, but it's beautiful that... That is why they were going over to New York is to be producer, continue their their lives as producers and open this beautiful theater. And Henry didn't make it and Irene did and she made it the, her rest of her life dedicated to fulfilling his her husband's dream of opening the Hudson Theater. So um, those of you, those of my friends who are in uh, New York swing by the Hudson theater, make sure she's okay. Um, through the pandemic. Um, uh, yeah, I just, it's, that's one of my favorite facts ever. You can check my Instagram. I think I like cry about it on one of my stories. Um, anyways, what were you even talking about? How did I get here? We're talking about the big piece and it's cabin C and then C 38. Uh, see, see, here's the thing. This is why (laughs) this is literally like, exactly why I created this podcast is because I have this like stupid pockets of knowledge about it that are just like in my brain that someone will say something and I'll be like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Just like the Caitlin Riley video. And did you know that Irene was the producer? You know what I mean? Like I could, that's legitimately me as a human being. Um, which is why we've created this. And I'm really excited to, um, talk more about it and to continue this series. Um, I know that everybody's first podcast episode is like not sexy, right? Like it's like, we're all trying to like figure out what the hell's going on. So I'm just kind of going to keep this one as real and raw as possible. Um, just because its purposes is an intro, just letting you know what I'm about, what the show is going to be about. And, we're kind of going to watch the podcast grow over time together. And I hope that those of you who have listened, um, continue to listen and, uh, follow along with this journey about learning more about the Titanic. That's what I was going to say. Okay. So, um, I, after this episode is released, if you go to my Instagram at Loretta Ann Miller, um, I will be posting a, um, story to allow for people to submit questions or things that they know about the Titanic or they want to know more about the Titanic or they heard about the Titanic, etc. that I can address on the podcast. Um, I really want to make it um, an interactive experience, not just about like why I love the Titanic. Like that's fun and interesting, but I think that we got that out of the way um, with this episode now. Um which I can't thank you guys enough if you have listened to it and maybe learned a little bit more about me. Um, I'm glad I got to share that with you. I'm sh- glad I get to share my Titanic truth with the world. Um, but anyways, I would love to address people's uh, questions and things that they want to learn about it. So um, we can kind of all do this, like I said before, together. Um Anyways, new episodes every Sunday. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I can't wait for you guys to hear the next one.
Thanks for listening to Titanic. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and leave me a review. New episodes of Titanic are released every Sunday night at 11.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8.40 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, wherever you get your podcasts.